From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity as one of the city's wealthiest men in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his trusty driver, Kit Baxter, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, The Terrible Two. All right, Constable Parker. This had better be important to drag me down here at three in the morning. I thought you'd want to see this for yourself, sir, before the rain starts and washes away the last of the physical evidence. You mean whatever evidence twelve pair of police boots could possibly have spared? Yes, sir. Uh, We've tried to keep it locked down, sir, but it's starting to attract a crowd. A crowd? What kind of a crowd do you attract in the financial district at this hour? You'd be surprised, sir. Could you possibly be more cryptic, Constable? I think you'll find the whole business plain as day, sir. Well? Johnson, hit the lights, would you? Great Caesar's ghost! Those letters, they they must be 30 feet high! Yes, sir. There once was a kingdom of old, where the neighbors all decked green and gold... Though the panda was there, the poor cupboard was bare, and the kings were all awfully cold. This is bad, Parker. Yes, sir. I've already called in an all-points bulletin. Without my approval? We don't want to start a panic. Yes, sir. But this is ambitious even by the poet's standards. I suppose it is. I've been waiting for this since he escaped from prison last month. It was only a matter of time. Do you think we should call in... Him? Him? Him who? I think he means me, actually. The Red Panda? But but how? Let's see. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Be on the lookout for the poet, notorious supervillain. Has left enormous clue painted on a wall on King Street. Can't imagine how we figured this one out. All right, I'm not normally at my best at this hour. No rest for the wicked, Chief. It's Constable Parker, isn't it? What? Oh, uh, that's right. Have your men quite completed their investigation? Well... It's all right, Parker. If it is the poet, we'll need their help sooner or later. Yes, sir. A foot patrol called it in about an hour ago. Look, I admit that painting a poem on the side of a building isn't exactly subtle. But it's pitch black over here. Without those searchlights, how'd the flatfoot even notice it? He said he heard a sound, though he thinks it was just the wind whistling down that alley and blowing some papers. The odd thing is, he'd been past this same spot twice tonight and not seen a thing. There must have been a dozen men working on this. How could that escape notice? It's interesting. I was thinking that maybe we weren't supposed to find this until morning. Which means it might not be too late to stop him. If only we could figure out the clue in the poem. I don't think that's the biggest mystery on the table. What do you mean? Boys, I'd be the first to admit that I don't understand what makes a guy want to leave clues about the crimes he's going to commit, in verse or otherwise. He doesn't want to, Flying Squirrel. He has to. It's a compulsion. A kind of madness. Right. 
And when the Goonie birds start changing their tune, it usually means something else is up. The poets never scrawled a message on a wall in the middle of the night before. See? Interesting. But what does it mean? Hmm? Oh, I assume it refers to an exhibit at a private gallery of crown jewels from the ancient Orient. Gold, jade, the usual. It opened last week. Then why the devil are we standing here? Come on, Parker, we'll take my car. Chief O'Malley! I haven't told you where it is yet. What? Oh, oh, yes. And our car has rocket boosters. God! He cleaned the entire place out! The cupboards were bare. Boy, the poet made good on his word, didn't he? No. What? Take a look around, Red Panda. Everything is clearly gone. Yes. Well? You don't think it's the poet at all, do you? O'Malley, when are you going to promote this man to detective? What? Well, the flying squirrel was right, sir. The poet has never painted his work in such a slapdash way. His earliest verse clues were written on parchment with a fine-tipped quill pen. And even when he rented out billboards in the Carswell caper, they were beautifully made. Gold star for the boy in blue. Oh, gee. Detectives don't blush, Parker. Yes, sir. The poet's only inspired by crime, but he thinks he's some kind of Shakespeare. And he's not far wrong. The sonnets he wrote to taunt the authorities and the Moretti kidnapping are still taught at the university as some of the most perfect examples of the form written in a hundred years. That shoddy limerick is completely beneath his skills. Maybe prison has left him rusty. I can't accept that there are two... O'Malley, what is it that bothers you most about the poet? The thing that really makes you want to slap him. That stupid put-on English accent. Right. He's an Anglophile and a complete snob to boot. So? So, think about the second line of that poem. Were the neighbors all decked green and gold? So, uh, there was no you in neighbors, was there? And a silver star for the chiefy. The poet would never use the preferred American spelling... And he would never clean out the entire collection, one or two specific sought-after pieces, no more. You think it's a frame-up? I really do. But why? Why would anyone want to frame a sick-in-the-head menace like the poet? No idea. It's interesting, isn't it? Every time you find something interesting, I get another fistful of gray hair. What do we do? Someone wanted to set our attention on the poet. And they clearly wanted us involved for some reason. The best way to figure out why is to make them think they've succeeded and see if they stick their necks out. I can't run my department on your crazy hunches. Even better. You proceed with your investigation under the assumption that the poet is guilty. The flying squirrel and I will do just the opposite. And hopefully we meet in the middle somewhere. Wait, so we've got nothing at all to go on besides the fact that it's not the poet? Swell. Hmm. It's interesting, don't you think? Extra, extra. Read all about it. Another villainous verse. Poet's crime spree enters second week. Police baffled. Red Panda unable to stop Master Fiend. Read all about it. Listen to them. It's like music, isn't it?
Everything is working exactly according to my brilliant plan. <laughs> Can you at least step away from the window before you start monologuing? Let's not push our luck. My dear, we have no need of luck, you and I. We have speed and skill, cunning and guile. We have succeeded together where we have always failed separately. We make a good team, don't we? We do indeed, my girl, we do indeed. For at last we have achieved balance. Balance? Balance! For as much as I am the Red Panda's greatest nemesis, he always had an advantage that I could never overcome. Five foot six of sass in a squirrel suit. But at long last, that advantage has been negated. Thanks to my very own sidekick. Sidekick? A partner, if you like. Hmm. That kind of rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Partner? Indeed it does. <laughs> and soon all Toronto will tremble at the very mention of the terrible two. Jackrabbit and Mad Monkey! <laughs> and not that I don't appreciate the top billing, Monkey, but step away from the window before you shout our names, would you? Oh, you worry too much, my beautiful bunny of badness. Mm -hmm. For thanks to my brilliant plan, the city is up in arms, clamoring for the capture of that pompous pirate of the pen, while we slip away with the beautiful booty. Speaking of which, why don't you come over here and sit down next to me? What's that? You've been so busy plotting and planning, you haven't taken time to fully appreciate the fruits of our new partnership. Jackrabbit, whatever are you wearing? You like? It's a little piece from every job we've pulled so far. Gold, jewels, a little silk. Very little. You'll catch cold like that. Come sit down, silly boy. I'll go fetch you a blanket. Oh, monkey, isn't it hot enough in here already? Jackrabbit, behave yourself. Beauregard! Oh, why do you have to keep that filthy monkey hanging around? Now, now. Beauregard is the last of my minions. The most loyal member of my baboon army. I hear his thoughts as clearly as I see you draped over that sofa. Is everything prepared, my friend? <laughs> oh, excellent. But, Monkey, this whole plan to frame the poet, it was brilliant. But it's worked. We've pulled nine jobs, each bigger and better than the last. We're fabulously flush, and we have each other. And Beauregard. <laughs> and... And Beauregard, sure. Uh, but how long can it last? Sooner or later, someone's going to realize that the only way those clues can be painted without anyone seeing it happen is with my super speed. Sooner or later, someone is bound to see your little flea-bitten buddy coming through the window. You keep taunting the Red Panda in those poems. But that's the very idea, my pet. If we make the masked menace angry enough, Focus enough of his attention on bringing in the poet. We can slip our coup de grace in right under his nose. And when his adoring public sees what a fool their red panda has been, he'll be humiliated. 
The public trust that makes his work possible will be destroyed, and the city will be our plaything. Oh, monkey! Why does it all seem possible when you say it? But your point is well taken, my haunting hare. Our methods are becoming predictable, and that is about to change with a display of my own powers. If you open the closet door, I have a little surprise for you. Ooh. Uh, but um, perhaps you should uh, slip a robe on first or something. Uh, but I... Oh, uh, fine. Happy? Uh, delighted. The door. Oh, you got me a little bald man with glasses. You really shouldn't have. This is Arnold Femkin, my dear. Say hello, Arnold. Hello, Arnold. Uh, thanks, I've heard that one. What's wrong with him? Uh, that is too extensive a list to get into just now. Suffice to say, the only thing wrong with him today that was not so yesterday is a mild case of mind control. Mind control? I thought your powers only worked on monkeys. Once, that was true, my dear. But the primitive primate brain structure survives in the human mind. Once I learned the correct frequency, it left poor specimens like Femkin extremely prone to suggestion. So, what's that to us? You see, Arnold works at a little hack rag called the Chronicle, don't you, Arnold? Yes, the Chronicle. He sets the presses, don't you, Arnold? Yes, the presses. And tomorrow morning, the banner headline will be a masterpiece of devilish verse. The boldest strike yet of that master fiend, the poet. And set the stage for our master stroke. <laughs> I hear and I obey. <laughs> you are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Decoder Ring Theater. Your address for adventure... Mystery and comedy. Arnold Femkin. Huh? Who's there? How did you get in here? I'll, I'll call the police. I'm sure they'd be delighted to hear from you so soon, Femkin. The Red Panda. Here's the phone, Arnie. Want me to dial for you? The Flying Squirrel. He's got a real firm grasp of the blazingly obvious, doesn't he? I noticed that. Let's hope it extends as far as this morning's headline. I've already been all over that with the police. And now you'll go all over it with us. The entire front page of the Chronicle this morning was another bit of doggerel verse with apparent criminal intent. You think I don't know that? Chief O'Malley had me under hot lights for six hours trying to link me to the poet. I'm telling you what I told him. I don't know the poet. I never met him, never had anything to do with him. We know. You do? And we believe you. You do? Then, then what are you doing here? The poet once wrote a 140 stanza ode to the contents of the vault at the main branch of the Empire Bank. He printed copies, had them hand-bound, and delivered them to every library in the city two hours before he robbed the place. The banner headline of the Chronicle was a riff on Hickory Dickory Dock. Doesn't quite have the same pizzazz. I'm telling you, I had nothing to do with resetting the front page. And everybody at the Chronicle swears you're the only one who could have. I don't think you're guilty of a crime, Femkin. I don't even think you'll lose your job. The Chronicle sold its entire print run in 20 minutes with that clue on its front page. They did? Then they ran a special edition. 
Everybody in the city bought a chronicle today. Everybody's talking about the poet's challenge to the red panda. Except it wasn't the poet. And you know who it was. I don't. You must. You just don't know what you know. But I can help you. I can clear your name, Arnold. You can? How? Just open your mind to mine. Your mind to mine. Yes. You will find your recollections completely restored. You will feel yourself removed from any fear you might have felt. You will describe what you saw to me in perfect detail. Do you understand? Yes. And now at last the true face of this felonious fiend will be revealed to the Red Panda. Jeez, boss. It's awful spooky up here. It is a little unnerving, isn't it? Hmm. What I don't get is what we're doing inside the clock tower at City Hall. The clues were a little too obvious to be missed, don't you think? The squirrel ran up the clock and so on. Yeah, but there's nothing up here to steal. Right. And therefore? Well, if we know it's a trap, why did we come? Great. The door just locked behind us somehow. Did you have somewhere else to go? I guess the pictures is out of the question. Mm. Did I mention I hate this plan? Once or twice. Let's spoil someone's fun, shall we? May I? I wish you would. Alley, alley, and free! Come on out, mad monkey. We know that it's you, and we're not going to play your little game anymore. So, you figured it out, did you? You left me, Arnold Femkin. The only man who could have reset the main page. Your new power is impressive, but your plan is much less so, Cresswell. What have I told you about using real names? You uh, made that last clue in the papers way too obvious, too. The cops are keeping their distance so as not to scare you off, but the clock tower's surrounded. Nobody's getting out of here. And since we know that it's you, we came prepared for the inevitable army of spellbound baboons. You may as well come down here right now and spare yourself considerable discomfort. The discomfort will be yours, my dear red panda. You see, the floor on which you stand can be electrified by pulling that switch to the left of you. Ooh, you're 20 feet away. How are you planning on pulling it before we can stop you? Oh, I'm not. My sidekick is... Sidekick? Hello, do-gooders. Jackrabbit. No! Wakey-wakey. There you are. My, I was afraid you'd sleep through all the fun. Ah, Don't bother to struggle too much. I assure you both the chains are quite secure. Aren't they, my dear? Quite. Mad monkey, you fiend. Release us at once. (laughs) Before the coup de grace? Preposterous. You see, red panda, those chains around your wrists and the girls, they are fastened High above to the mighty gears of the clock that tops this great monument to mediocrity. As each moment passes, they get a little tighter. And soon enough, they will pull you both apart at the seams. Don't worry, though. I fasten the squirrel to the faster gear so you can watch her go first. Oh, swell. 
Thanks for the thought, precious. Just trying to cut you a break, sister. Didn't think you'd like it the other way round. Is everything all right over there? Just fine, sugar. You do your thing. Think you're so clever, don't you, Red Panda? You knew it was me? Well, I knew that you knew that it was me. How about that? Why do you think I left Arnold Femkin alive? Of course he was the only one that could have been responsible for the headline. Of course you could recover his memory by hypnosis. You think I don't know that? And of course I made the final clue blazingly obvious, because I knew that as long as you thought you had everything figured out, you'd waltz right into my clutches. I knew you'd keep the police out of it. Who cares if they're watching the building? My loyal minion, Beauregard, will be here any moment with my monkey-shaped zeppelin. You mean the parade balloon with the gondola? Shut up! I got you now, Red Panda. By the time the police realize what's happening and break down this door, we'll be long gone. And the city's mighty champions will have been destroyed here, above the very seat of law and order in Toronto. And this city will belong to us! Jackrabbit, listen to me. You've always been a practical girl. You like shiny things too much, and it's landed you in hot water. But this kind of megalomania isn't your style. It is now, sweetie. And don't be too jealous. Jealous? Just because he's outsmarted your red panda, he can't help being so brilliant. Oh, it's like that, is it? Quiet. He has no idea. His work is very important. His work? He's a lunatic. Silence. You have no idea what it's been like, working beside him day after day, having him not know... It's been almost a, a month now. A month? Amateur. <laughs> Boss, whatever you're going to do, do it quick. Cresswell, if she comes to any harm... Don't call me Cresswell. You will show the proper respect. The only way to show you proper respect would be to cast you back into the sewers where you belong. You dilettante, small-time, pathetic amateur. How dare you? How dare you? You take that back. You can't call him any of those things. Who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? One moment, Jack Rabbit. I think he's trying to say something. Well then, the lady asked you a question. What do you think you're doing? Stalling. Stalling? What do you mean? He was distracting you two while I got out of those chains, actually. No! No, not again! Not this time. I'm going to tear you apart, little girl. Jackrabbit, may I borrow a cup of molasses? What? Thanks, boss. But how... The boss left you a post-hypnotic suggestion after our last dance. We knew you'd be back. It's a temporary block on your super speed. And you still don't have much else. That's enough! He's not quite out of the chains yet, Flying Squirrel. He took a nasty beating and it slowed him down a little. Just stay right where you are or I'll shoot him where he hangs. I hear the drone of my Zeppelin. By now, Beauregard has it moored to one of the gargoyles. 
Come, my dear, pick yourself up. We're going. I think someone might have something to say about that, monkey. And who might that be? Ow! Oh, what now? Mad monkey, you, you swine. How dare you sully my bad name, my... My literary reputation with your doggerel and gutter speak. Leaping lizards? It's the poet for real this time. <sighs> yes, the final clue was so public, so obvious. I thought he might play a hand in this. <sighs> so, uh, did you have a plan for stopping him? Yeah, hadn't quite got that far, actually. You think you can sign my name to verse that awful? I shall teach you a lesson long to be remembered in the annals of vengeance. Poet! I can explain! Boss! Jackrabbit and the monkey! They're getting away! You slow them down. I'll take the poet! You rhymed Red Panda with propaganda. Did you really think you'd get away with it? Poet! That's enough! Stay out of this, Red Panda! This is a matter of artistic honor! And the only way your reputation can be cleared is through the press. If you don't return to prison, I'll see that the truth never gets out. Very well. I surrender. I thought you might. But while you attend to me, our mutual foes are beating a hasty retreat. Look! Oh, oh no, you don't. Your super speed is still out of commission, Jackrabbit. You're gonna miss that Zeppelin. No! Let me go! Jackrabbit! Monkey! Leave me! Save yourself! Boss, I uh, could use a hand down here. Okay. No, you'll never make it in time to stop him. Hold still so as I can cuff you. No, I won't let you take him. I love him. You, you what? Run, run, my darling. Jackrabbit, I, I. Boss, Beauregard, take it up. Fly away, my friend. There will be other days. Fly away to freedom. Gotcha. Now, be a good girl while I do the leg irons. Oh, monkey. Why? Why didn't you fly away? You could have been free. What good is freedom to me if you were caged, my beauty? Now that I know how you feel, how could I ever be free without you? You've got to be kidding me. I've been a blind fool. Just come right out and say it. Hold it right there, Matt. Oh. You are. Oh, monkey. What kept you? The grapple gun jammed. I got here as fast as I could. I have failed you, my darling. But we shall be together yet. This I swear. Did I miss something? Only everything. Red Panda, I surrender. Do with me what you will. Yes, well, good. Give me those hands. I can't believe that worked. Oh, come on. Wasn't that bad a plan. Arnold Femkin gave us the mad monkey and the consistent reports of mysterious wind and whistling noise around the scene of the rhyme crimes gave us a solid clue that Jackrabbit might well be involved. All that remained was to insist the police allow the poet to slip in through their net and we nabbed three crooks for the price of one. Just come right out and say it? What's that? Oh, monkey. I've never been so happy. Come, my darling. Let us walk out, handcuff in handcuff, our heads held high. I'm almost sure that I missed something. Ah, it never works. Squirrel, what in screaming blue heck is going on? Oh, I'll tell you some other time, boss. 
I'll tell you some other time. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda. This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 32, The Terrible Two, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Michael Booth, Brian Vaughn, Denise Anderson, Christopher Mott, Julie Florio, Peter Nickel, Clarissa Dredderlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Apparently, you enjoy listening to audio dramas since you're hearing this message. I'll keep it short so you can get back to the fun stuff. If you would like to see and experience how all these stories, voices, sound effects, and music come together to create theater of the mind, make plans to visit the Modern Audio Drama Convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th through 26th, 2020. Meet the creators. Find out how to write, record, mix, sweeten, and produce movies that play in your head. See what the voices you hear actually look like. We never look like we sound. For all the details, visit madcon.com. That's M-A-D, as in modern audio drama, then dash, as in dash on over, then con, as in convention, duh, then dot, as in it'll be the most fun you've had in a while, period, then com, as in come on over, we'll love to see you. Madcon, your ears and brain will thank you.